I don't know if you remember this, but you know specifically about about that particular event when when I told you I was getting out of the military, which the military afforded uh, me certain securities. Uh, you know, we had a place to live, we had medical, we had dental, and I was raising a family. And you told me you was like, you know, I can't take care of them babies. You know, I and but maybe a week or so later, you stopped me and you was like, I had to pressure you that way because if you had folded. Under my pressure, I remember you wouldn't have been ready to. Embark. It wouldn't have been a passion for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you you really helped me help me kind of make that decision to help me really you know get focused and and uh, it, it would still be years later before we realize any real success even after that moment. So uh, I thank you. Any words of wisdom before we get going with the show today? Yeah, I think you already said it. You know, you just got to decide you in this thing, whatever your thing is, for the long haul. It's not overnight. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, hang on hang on the line, Mom. We got a great show in store for you tonight. This is Rodney Perry Live. I got so many of my friends on the line. I'm going to go here first. I'm going to Chicago, Illinois. You're on the line. Is this my dog? It is Damon, baby. Damon Williams, ladies and gentlemen, for anybody that don't know, Damon Williams is arguably, well, not even arguably, he is absolutely the hardest working man in comedy. I'm sure you <laughs> see Steve Harvey and uh, and and Sid, and you see those guys, but nobody works harder than Damon Williams. I'm talking about as far as being a businessman, I'm talking about as being a comedian on stage. His work ethic is unparalleled. Damon, what's going on, man? What's up, man? First of all, congratulations on the show. Second of all, really good to hear the input of your moms, man, and keep moms close. That's always a good thing. That's why that's where your success comes from. Wow, hey man, I, I appreciate that, man. Now, now, Dame, man, you 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 are a businessman, you know, uh, in terms of this game, man. How are you able to constantly keep yourself relevant? Because I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like Jay-Z. Uh, the thing of it is, man, you, you just, well, first of all, early on, we had a great opportunity, even though it was much maligned with um, the early days of BET's comic view. Quiet mm-hmm. kept BET at that time was where black people watch television. And to be in that uh, sort of the pioneer phase of BET with stand-up really gave me my foundation. Uh, as far as relevance now, you have to do use every bit of your diligence to uh, continue to stay not only current with your material, mm-hmm. but current with your colleagues in a, in a sense where the bookings come through the referrals. Like you say, I'm not a household name. Um, there aren't many um, television outlets now and the ones that exist don't have that, that sincere fan base that can create, you know, like an overnight success like Chris Tucker and Def Jam. So now you have to work like you do, the Facebook, the MySpace, um, the Internet. You want to get on as many syndicated radio shows as possible. If you can get a call in to Tom Joyner, if you can get a call in to Michael Bass and uh, Russ Parr, these, these people like that. And then beyond that, when you show up, you got to blow up. You know what wow. I mean? Well said. Okay. And then you know for a fact that it's what you do. Uh, that's what you do specifically um, so that the people want you to come back. And the thing about that is uh, not only showing up and blowing up, but be personable, uh, be agreeable, be on time and punctual as far as making your flights and if someone asks you to send a contract back or if they say they need your headshot. All these little things attribute to your success because people, you want people to want to work with you and you want them to work with you again. Hey, y'all, we got Damon Williams on the line. He's kicking game. All of you young comics, man, please take heed. This is one of them dudes to listen to. Now, now, Damon, I'm about to bring in one of my guys, man. This dude, uh, he, he is uh, one of my favorite comedians. Um, he has he has uh, really took the blog game to the next level uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and in addition to that, uh, a primetime host, and also, uh, he has just took the writer's hat to the next level. He's writing on Meet the Browns. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, my partner in crime, Mr. David Arnold, is on the line. Dave. Yay. What up, man? What up, Dave? What's up, bro? Hey, Good, hey, man. Dave. How y'all doing? Well, Dave, you, this Rodney Perry Live, of course, you, you know about the show. Now, 
you are you are you doing it, dude, man. I mean, it, it's such a pleasure. And what I want to ask you about, Dave, is talk to me First about of all, Rodney. I want to know who gave you the authority to do shows around the country. That's what I need to know. Okay, I don't know what you are selling these people, but I needed to stop. You understand? Now I'm starting a new movement called Let's Find Out What Riley Really Knows dot com. Because I don't know about these. Every time I look up, you on the radio, you on TV shows. What am I doing wrong? Explain that to me. Well, first of all, Dave, you're an asshole, and that. <laughs> what now we being real. That's what now I like. Now we keeping it real. Now, Dave, now we getting somewhere. Dave, no, no, no BS though, Dave. Talk to me about people not knowing, because you're one of them guys that you know. You had a TV show on TV One, Black Men Reveal. You uh, yep. host one of the primetime rooms in LA. You you yep. currently writing on a TV show. You wrote on the Tony Rock Project. But there are still people that just don't know. Talk to me about niggas that you don't. Know, you know what? I mean, like I was listening to Damon say something which um which was which was like very profound. He said like he was he had an opportunity to come in at in his career when Def Jam and B E T was where comics got their real shine. You know what I mean? Where you were able to put to literally build a foundation and build a career because that's where people went to watch black comedy, you know what I mean? And comics will get a chance to really launch their careers there. I came well after that. I mean, by the time I started doing stand-up, and I think by the time I did Comic View for the first time, like, maybe, I don't even think my mother watched. Nobody attention to the show, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, I came a little after that, so I have been, um, um, i to use other avenues to try to get my name out there because that's one of the things that we're all trying to do is to get people to understand where we come from and that we're, there's other people out here other than just the names that they can rattle off the top of their head as far as that represent black comedians like yourself, me, Damon, a whole lot of other people. So, I mean, like the Facebook, the YouTube, the MySpace, a lot of those tools are – they can be very, very helpful if you know how to use them and you actually do the work, you know, and talk that's what me, I've been talk doing. Talk to me about the effect of your blog, man. Your, David has a great blog. If, if you get a chance to go on his YouTube channel or his uh, Facebook page, you can watch uh, Life with Dave. Uh, tell me about the effect of Life with Dave, though. Um, you know, about eight months ago, I got on Facebook, maybe maybe a year now, I got on Facebook, and I noticed that a lot of people were putting a vlog, turning the cameras on themselves, and basically speaking their mind about different topics and subjects. And the first one that I did, excuse me, was about people's vlogs and how they were pointless and just too long. And that got a big response, and I started to realize, I was like, wow, people, you know, I'm touching people with this Facebook thing. So I just started doing the same thing. I, I turned the camera on myself, and I just started basically ranting on different subjects, politics, relationships, you know, just whatever I felt like I had an opinion to talk about. gay, like, like normal. And, what? <laughs> and, uh, and, um, <laughs> and, the next thing, and the next thing you know, I looked up, and I had, I started getting several hundred hits and comments on my, uh, on my Facebook, which made people start going to YouTube to Google me to see who I was. Right. And um, the next thing you know, within three or four months, this thing turned into a following. And when I didn't put a vlog up, uh, with a couple of days, I would get 85 emails going, hey, man, where's the vlog? You know, so now it's like it's become something I've had to do. And actually, since I started doing it, I've booked more work as a stand-up in this last year from doing my vlogs than I have the entire 12 years before that I've been doing stand-up. I've got more exposure through Facebook and now YouTube. And, I mean, the people here, you know, as you said, I'm writing on Meet the Browns, and when they pitch me to uh, be one of the writers, they said, well, who is he? And they Googled me, and they saw my YouTube channel and my Facebook, and they saw my vlogs and, my, and what I put up to represent myself, and that wow. basically helped lock my deal. And they were like, yeah, he's funny. Let's bring him in. Wow, how crazy is that? Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry Live. It's all comedy today. Damon Williams is on the line, Chicago's finest. 
uh, uh, David Arnold, who we don't know where the hell he's from, and <laughs> I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Don't act like that. <laughs> Just because y'all from Chicago, y'all ain't gonna talk about me like that. <laughs> David Arnold from the dirty water of Cleveland, Ohio. That's your problem. You drink that water. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going California. I'm going West Coast, but I'm going Fresno. I'm about to go to Fresno to a guy I feel like is one of the most underrated comics in the game. Nobody touch him on topical material. Nobody touch him on flat out just silliness. I saw this dude do a Beyonce bit that I was appalled at. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, Joey Wells is on the line. Joey, say what's up hey, to Dennis. Yo. Say what's up to David Arnold. Man, first of all, I don't know, David. Um, hey, David, what's going on, brother? How you doing? <laughs> that's, yeah, there's people on here right now. I heard Damon. I was like, oh, that's great. And then David Arnold. I was so, like, so you Dude. heard Damon. You heard Damon. You said, oh, that's reputable. Then you heard David. I, I, okay. I, I, heard, I, I heard Damon. I was like, shit, look at that. That's the comic. See, I remember Damon. See, Damon should, Damon should be who? David who? I, oh. <laughs> yeah, I do it, man. Well, you know, that guy yeah. David has a vlog if you want to look up and see who it is. Brothers go their whole career trying to get on TV and David blow up oh. off the internet. That's right. that's okay. Everybody in line to get on TV and David go, no, 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 I'm going to sit over here and, and talk shit about everybody uh, and be mad and whatever. <laughs> now, is, now, but isn't that but amazing? David, David. That, that ain't nothing but that. I, I really believe that, that every in this day and age, we, we got to be able to think outside the box and really figure out what that next medium is going to be. Now, now, Joey Wells, you are quickly becoming the king of commercials. Man, I know. Joey Wells got a full facial commercial on running right now. <laughs> Probably got about five other commercials. Right, Joey, talk to me about the commercial game, man. Man, this this was what crazy about it. Like I was listening to Damon and and also Dave too. It's like how how will you make your money in this game is crazy because we all set out to be like, This is it, I'm gonna be this stage. Like this is where I'm gonna make my living is is telling these jokes and, and and touring the world and everything and then all of a sudden you start making some money somewhere else that you didn't even think about and you go, Whoa, so that the the commercial thing, man, just one of those things stumbled onto, man. Like, uh Somebody asked me, did, did I have a commercial agent? And I was just like, nah. And I was like, for what? And they was like, you know, pay your bills. It's like, I was like, eh, whatever. And, man, a friend of mine walked me over to his agency. And, um, man, I, I turned in everything, and they was like, they liked my reel. And they gave me, uh, what well, they called me, like three days later after I was there for audition. And I had a call back after my first audition. Now, hey, I, Joey, I, I, um, let me jump in. Uh, explain to people that would not know what your reel is so that, you know, they'll understand what you mean by that. My bad. Uh, a reel, actually, man, is, is I want to say not even a montage, but a collage of, like, a two minutes of your best, either your stand-up, your acting, or whatever it is that you can put together. And for two minutes, an agent can look at there and go, like, wow, he did some stand-up, he did some acting, uh, he did a vlog, and then they can say, okay, bam, thank you, that's what we like. Okay, Rodney, you can now uh, go ahead and moderate your show. I didn't mean to jump in as host. Oh, hey, hey, you know what, dog? This all comedy. This all comedy, baby. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, you, hey this, this this is a hot show today. Uh, I, I, man, I, I love comedians. I love comedy, you know. Um, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the new the new cats, man. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of these cats that uh, I think are new to the game and – uh, I respect some of them. Some of them, I think, you know, maybe their comedy is a little suspect, but I think everybody needs to grow. Uh, I'm going to bring on this dude. And I've, I've been watching this dude, man. This dude has really grown up in front of our eyes in terms of uh, Joey and, and David and I. My little brother, who who who, who was an asshole, you know, he, and that's how he needs to stay. If you want to make it, I say be an asshole and you'll go far. Did you say what? Ryan, you say Ryan what? Evans is on the line with us, y'all. David yeah, is on the line. Joey Wells is on the line. Far. I never do this. I never had this many people on at once. But man, we comics, man. We, we everybody is being cool, respectful. What you got to say, Ryan? 
First of all, good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. Glad to be on the show. Glad to be on the show amongst these great comics. For those that don't well, know, everybody they, they, they on this phone. There you go with the bullshit. There you go with no, the I got to let people know. Everybody on this phone right now is a full-fledged headliner around the nation, so I'm amongst great peers right now. Well, great people. I don't know if I'm a peer just yet. They now, just now, now Ryan, Ryan, talk to me about respecting the game. If you don't, it's going to make you, regardless, if you really want this, it's going to make you respect it because you got to know ins and outs. you got to, like my man said, he's not a businessman. He's a businessman. you got to learn how to market to yourself. you got to learn how to speak for yourself. you got to learn how to, the ins and outs of this. It's very, very difficult. That's why I laugh when a lot of people start and finish. <laughs> now, now, Damon, Damon, let me pose this question to you, Damon. Um, how does a young cat get booked? The thing you got to do now, especially without having, you know, the um, the TV outlets, you got to go around and do guest spots, man. You got to do guest spots and you got to rip. I mean, you got to rip to the point where whoever's booking that show wants to have you back. It's just that simple. Bring the funny because nowadays you don't have to have a, a TV following to, to, to work in comedy because comics book each other based on funny. Yeah. So everybody got a room. Since we don't have the improv type chain, the funny bone type chain situation, we have a comic in each individual city where you have a room. And if you're a young comic and you make a reputation for yourself amongst comics, people are going to recommend you to the next dude, and they'll say this dude funny or this young lady, and and that's how it goes. Now, now let, let's talk about this, guys, and I'm going to pose this to everybody on the line. We as black comics, there is, like Damon just talked about, there is a loose network of work out there, and quiet as kept, we actually per show make more money, more make more money than our white counterparts. But they are in the system; they get to work the improvs, the the um, the, uh, the the funny bones, the, you know, they get to work the mainstream clubs. So I guess the question I'm posing is, do we even want that? Dang. Well, uh, uh, let me. I'll I, I jump in first since okay. I did. <laughs> uh, I mean, we all want to be legitimized and accepted by that fact that, that you know that you get to do a, a club like that or a chain like that. But the, the reality of it is, if you look at Sid the Entertainer or Ricky Smiley, Arnaz J, these cats came up and went from you know two thousand, five thousand, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars per show based on our own people supporting us. You know, without having to do now, they are accepted in those clubs now. But the concerts they do that pay way more than a week at a comedy club, unless you're a huge name, really sustain you. If I if I could get to Bruce Bruce money without having to, you know, worry about my articulation and my diction to to to, to entertain some people that are not from my background, then I'd be good with that. Right. Dave, That's my Dave, Dave talk to me uh, about the comedy club game because you know me and you have long debates on this subject. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I I hear what Damon is saying as well. but And I just I, one of the things, me and Rodney used to have a long conversation about this and the fact that I felt like comedy clubs were definitely a place that I wanted to be. And I started to break into some of these clubs. Um, and the thing about it is is that what I've, as you continue to stay in this game, I think you, you, you your perspectives change uh, somewhat. I think that if you focus on the funny, and you're funny, it's everything that you want is going to come to you. Whether you want to, if you want to, if you focus on just being a funny comedian, whether you want to do comedy clubs or whether you want to just go from, like Damon said, go from blowing up on our own people to going to the theaters and things, all of that will come if you focus on the craft. And, and, and everything that you want, you'll get to the point where you'll be able to turn down comedy clubs. Me personally, I like the comedy clubs. I like the um, I don't like the money that they pay at this level. So therefore, it's not it's not something that I focus on. You know, right. if they come to me like I'm I'm here in Atlanta right now, and I've um, I'm going to be headlining uh, Uptown, which is the Urban Comedy Club uh, next month, and then the month after that, I'm going to be headlining Punchlines, which is their mainstream club. Okay. And, you know, so I just got a chance to do both, and I'm going to do it because the opportunity has come, and I've been put in a position. But I'm not going to get that money that, you know, we know that some of these people can make. I mean, it's a, it's an ego. Well, well you ain't going to get the money that I get, Dave. 
I got the money that you got just to answer the phone. Let's let's do this. Let's bring in one more call on the line. Uh, eight one six. Well, I gotta jump off. All right, well, Dave, thanks for the call because I gotta go to the back to work. Dave, I appreciate all y'all. Wait, wait, David, David, why you got to say it like that? Like, ain't nobody else got to say it like that. You know, like, we ain't got to do it. You're not to supposed to be on the phone because Ian's just calling me on the other line and wondering where you are. David needs to be somewhere. I know how to, I know how to end this. Goodbye, David. Hold on. You ain't shit. <laughs> Beautiful you can click people out, man. That is wonderful. Yeah. Well, we click, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I hung up on Dave. I like that. Hey, Kansas City on the line. I think this is my boy, Just Jay, or Bobby Jay, one of them Jays. It's Just Jay, man. Just Jay, Kansas what's going City. On, Rodney Perry? Kansas City's finest, man. What's what's really going on, Just? Now, yeah, now you you one of the veterans. You one of the younger cats in the game, man. man. What, what's yeah, your I biggest had call? Because I just had my heart broken by a veteran comedian. I'm not gonna say who she is. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of crazy that y'all put me in when y'all start talking about, you know, mainstream rooms because mm-hmm. we got well, improv here in KC. Uh, okay, well, wait a minute. First of all, who yeah. broke your heart? <laughs> Nigga, tell who the story. broke my heart? Cheryl Underwood broke my heart, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, tell the story. she broke it. I was counting on this money this weekend. My daughter wearing size six diapers. <laughs> Making on That's this money. Baby, yeah. And then I got the call saying, hey, Cheryl don't want you to feature. She want a white boy out of Iowa. I'm trying to figure out what it is about veteran urban comics. Not all. Just some of the vets. They want to kick the young black comics off to replace us with white boys. Now, I understand funny funny. But I've never seen Larry the Cable Guy kick off a white comic and said, hey, let me get a black comic out of Michigan. Now, 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 let me play devil's advocate on this. Uh, yeah, I was, I was about to do that one. I was about to do I got to ask you this now. Does she have a relationship with that guy, or do you know that? Or did, was he that just a stranger? That I don't know, but I know this is – she comes to Kansas City Improv on a regular. And I was shocked when uh, I got the – well, I actually was at, at the club hanging out because John Hinton just came through. Okay. I was up there hollering at them because I got a monthly room at the Improv, so I'm getting more tickets. GM hollers at me, hey, Cheryl needs a feature for Friday, two-person show, you and her. I said, all right, cool. I didn't tell nobody I was doing the show because just in case this happened, I didn't want to explain to my people I ain't on the show. Right. Then I look up, I get the call today. You ain't got it. She replaced you. I'm like, all right, really? it is what it is. Uh, quick question, I, 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 Yeah, here's a question though. But did she did now? Now did they can when they said they confirmed it with you, but did you confirm it with her? Because you know a lot of times, like Rodney just said, like as you grow in the game, you realize the business part of it also too is that she could have you know had a, had a relationship with dude and months ago said, hey, I'm gonna bring in my own feature. That's what I understand. I'm not just saying her in general. I didn't see this happen a couple times with. Certain urban comics, they kick yeah. other urban well, what, comics What do you off, think about that, Dan? Uh, well, um, I could say this. You're in Kansas City, for one, and I, I mean, I personally wouldn't do that specifically, but maybe if it's a a, a multicultural audience or, or predominantly yeah. white audience that may come through there, they may want to have someone to have a totally different perspective so none of the premises will be touched upon before they hit the stage. Therefore, they know this white boy is safe. He might not even be funny, which would all in turn make them look better. You'll notice a lot of headliners keep main feature acts that are mediocre at best because why they don't want to have to work too hard. My question is, why do we do that? That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, okay, I'm going to play that for that. I'm seeing it from an urban comics. Why do we as black comics? I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. And But I, like, like Damon said, I, I totally understand. But as... As you as you go in the game, you start to see stuff and you start to wonder. Here's here's a question to you, Jay. Um, right. This might sound a little simple, but check it out. Let's say you're looking for a job at Walmart. They hiring two people. Do you tell all ten of your friends that hey, there's a job open at Walmart? No. I won't. Okay. I, won't I mean, 
<laughs> you know, okay, now I know it's a little different, but it's almost the same as in comedy-wise is that sometimes we go, like, man, how come y'all closing the door on me? Y'all should be doing this and that. But sometimes it ain't even about us. It's about about it being now, like now, a now, job. Now, hold on, Joey Wells. Hold a hell on, Joey uh-huh. goddamn Wells. Now, I, I've been uh-huh. in his position, though. I've been, been in his position. Now, now I know you've been in his position. Can I tell the story, Joey, Will you want to tell it? You can tell it. I ain't going to use the nigga name, though. I'm going to say the nigga name. Okay. <laughs> Joey, Joey was booked on a gig, a college gig. Joey, black Joey, black Reuben Paul, and the black headliner. The headliner's from Mad TV. He does impressions. He's all over the internet. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And He's another one that, that, that has done it, and I've seen done it. And, and his zodiac sign is in March. No, <laughs> hilarious. And uh, and he and his name is Aries Spears. I mean, we don't have to tiptoe around. And Aries, Aries, if Aries want to come on the Rodney Perry show and uh, Rodney Perry live and 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 dispute this, he he's more than welcome to. The the reality is, it's not just Joey and Reuben Paul that this happened to. I know that uh, he actually got in a fight with little uh, the little kid from Sacramento. Uh, over the same thing, he had him removed from a show. My my problem in it is not having a guy removed, but when this when you notice the dude livelihood and it gets up to almost showtime and you remove him from the show, that's an yeah. issue to me because gotcha. that's then you taking money out the dude's mouth. Yeah, and let me ask you this, Jay: Have you ever worked with Cheryl before? Uh, have I? No. Like I said, I was shocked oh. when I had when they when he came to me about it because every time she's came. It's being with a white feature. And the same thing happened to my guy Bobby J with Earthquake. He was booked for Earthquake three months in advance. And then, you know, he get here. Earthquake was like, well, who's your host? They tell him Bobby J. He was like, is he black or white? He's like, he's a black. He's like, take him off. Give me a white guy. I'm just like... Well, well, you know, right? Right? But, 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 it's, it's just like Damon said earlier, though. It's yeah. just like Damon said. A lot of cats is not trying to have their premises beat up, and 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 really, I mean, it's, it's really a true as as I headline more. That's definitely become the issue, you know. As a headliner, you be like, wow, shoot, okay, can't do that. Okay, can't do that. Now, if you book a white dude, you know he's not gonna touch it. And if he will, he'll touch it in a different 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 avenue than you would. It's the same kind of concept of working a club. Like, if you're going up close to last or close to the end, by the time you get up there, they didn't talk about, damn, they, everything you wanted to talk about. So it's the same and then also, you gotta, you also got to check the club, because sometimes they will lie, and they blame everything on the headline. Yeah, well, he said he doesn't want Yeah, he said he doesn't want anybody. And, and you, you should show up at Cheryl's show and verify that if you get the opportunity to pull up to the side say, sure, no disrespect, you know what I'm saying, this ain't even got nothing to do with you. I need this club, they be on bullshit. Um, did you have me replaced or did these crackers lie to me? You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. if you put it to it like that, you know, without being racist for your blog listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, don't say what did he say? Did these crackers, oh, I'm sorry, right, no disrespect. <laughs> That's the way you got to present it to Cheryl because you know she's a Republican. Um, but it's, it's real. It's, just keep it real. I mean, if you have the opportunity without, without it being awkward for either of you, um, yeah. you know, put it that way because a lot of times those clubs, man, they have their own relationships or they don't want an all-black show because they don't want hmm. to, to turn their club into the black club. And they, wow. they use headliners where, you know, they have national crossover appeal and then they try to keep it even based because they don't want it to become black knight. It's just that simple. Wow. That's true. That's, that's, that's so crazy true. that we and, and still and, have to and deal and with that. that, that yeah, that's because, that's because we're, not, we're not empowered enough. Like, you know, there's how many black clubs own in the country? Like, two of them are here in L.A., like, uh, Jokes and Notes, you know, or that's three uh, well, in the well, country. You know, and, and let's, do that. let's take some time out. Shout out our black clubs. Uh, jokes and Notes, of course, in Chicago. I just came I mean, from... I uh, Joey's coming in October, and I know. And Damon, you you keep brothers working in Chicago. You know you got you know you're a nice man. T- t- tell my audience about what all the stuff you got going on, man. Well, I, I'm doing uh first weekends of the month. Uh, Funny First Friday is in Gary, Indiana. It's been running six years or so. 
then 21st Saturdays, which we just concluded a long run at the Chicago Hilton, and we're looking for a new home for that in October. Uh, we don't do September every year because of the holiday. And then now there's 21st Sundays in Milwaukee at a place called Comedy Sports. Um, and you can find out about anything we're doing just by logging on to funnyfirstsaturdays.com, that's Saturdays with an S, and uh, subscribe, and then we'll send you out blasts. Um, and then, you know, we, we try to continuously – um, network with people around the country. There are rooms in St. Louis. There are other people here in Chicago. And what we should always do is just put that up, you know, on our Facebook, and we're going to be at this particular place and let people know that these places exist so that uh, the comics can get work. Absolutely. Um, man. Hey, hey, can, I get, can I get everybody to hold on for a second? I got my, my entertainment correspondent, Toya Norwood, is, is chiming in. Toya you're on the line. It's comedy day on here on Rodney Perry Live. Damon Williams, Joey Wells, uh, David Arnold called in. My man Just Jay out of Kansas City. Ryan Evans. Uh, you're on the line with a lot of great comedians. Uh, Toya, what's going on out there in entertainment news? All right, love it. Love the comedians. How, how y'all doing? Hey. <laughs> okay, I heard somebody say Chicago. You know that's my hometown. So big ups to Chicago. <laughs> I had to put that out there. All right, all right. Um, Beanie Siegel. Well, I mean, this ain't no news. It should not be no surprise, but um, got uh, arrested on some marijuana possessions on Sunday morning while he was trying to drive to a local gig in New Jersey. Get out of here. Beanie Siegel smoke weed? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? No big shock there, but um, I think he might be going down, you know. I mean, what, he got in trouble for even a shooting, like, years ago? So right. I don't know what's going to happen with old Beanie, but um, he did get arrested. Wow. And um, let's see. Also, Nia Long might be the only chance to see her naked. You know, what? Hold on, hold on, slow down. <laughs> Say that slower. It might be a little Photoshop, though, but you could check her out on the website because, you know, she's doing the whole PETA thing now. So she's doing PETA ads. And, um, Is she? What, what, what's, the, what's the website? We can go to that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to post it. You can hit me up. You know, you can check me out on my Facebook. Facebook, Toya Norwood. You can always check that out. And I'm going to put it on there so you can see it. But um, it is a you little put Photoshop. put new pictures on Facebook? Well, no, it's the link. I'm going to put the link there, and then I'm going you know, to take you to it. You know, a little decoy, a little detour. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, she's going with the whole PETA thing now, so no more fur for her. You know, that's it. That's Almost, right. No more chicken either? Does that mean no chicken? What's that? I think, I think that has something to do with chicken. No, yes, no more leather belts? None of that. <laughs> no more. It's a wrap. It's done. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm no more fish sticks? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Toya. We sit. Like okay, like and um, looks like Jamie Foxx is a little pissed off. He, he also got some naked pictures floating around the Internet. Yeah, um, Jamie Foxx might be showing his goods. Posted on a popular gossip site. Um, but it probably now, now, now why, why did Jamie Foxx keep being naked? What's that about? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to show us something. Well, I don't want to see it. <laughs> well, I do a little bit, but, you know, I, I, it might be put down because, you know, he got his attorneys. You know, Jamie got his attorneys already on it, and he already, like, sent a letter to the gossip site already saying, hey, this has got to get down. Because, you know, he has a 15-year-old daughter out there, and, you know, she got friends and everything. That's kind of embarrassing to see your daddy up there on, you know, straight-up news. Yeah, that's yeah, that's going to be bad. Well, g- g- give me one more thing, Toya, so, so we can uh, uh, get on out of here. Okay. Um, Britney Spears looks like Sierra ain't hot no more. Sierra, sex, love, and magic got apparently kicked off of the Pop Princess whole circus tour. So she is done. But they did pick up Jordan Sparks, who won the American Idol. Okay. So um, she's going to take the last leg. But um, I guess Sierra's off. She ain't hot. Wow. I like Sierra, though. Now, let me ask you this. Toya, what's your hot hot buy for this week? Oh, I got a good one. Okay, you know Apple, like Mac, is just so expensive. It's ridiculous. But the software is off the chain. 
and they got a 17-inch MacBook Pro. It's going for $1,800 now, but if you go in a store or go anywhere else, you're going to pay $2,500. Right. So, and that's 17 inches. You know, you only can get 15 inches at 17. Uh, well, how much? How much you got it for? I mean, eight, eighteen hundred. Get out of here. Yeah, and you know it's twenty five all day. You can't get it lower than that. I, hey, you know what? Give me the website so I can log on. Go to my Facebook page. I already got it up on there. It's the Mac Mall. You click on that link, and I'll take you straight to it. So just nah, look nah, me that, up. That's that's uh that's Facebook dot com forward slash Toya Norwood. Yes. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, Mac Mall that's on there. So my link and everything. Oh, I like his music too. He ain't put out a CD in a while. Mac Mall, Ma- Joey. <laughs> From the bank. <bank. laughs> <laughs> hey, no, ladies and gentlemen, you. this is Roddy I'm Perry on. live, and you've been listening to Toya Noywood, keeping us all the way in the know on everything. Thank you so much for the call, Toya. You're welcome. Take care. I love. It. Hey, y'all. Uh, this is Roddy Perry live. This is all comedy day. We're talking all comedy today. Uh, uh, hey, Rod, I got a question for Damon. Damon, Damon I, I put Damon on on mute because he was talking on the phone. But let me let me get, get Damon. Back. <laughs> Are you gone? Oh, okay. No, no, he he's yeah. still here. Damon, Damon, you back up. Oh, uh, Damon, you there? Okay. Yeah. Damon, I I, I came in a little late because my body wasn't really ready to start working at the time. Rodney asked me to call in. Um, you and I caught the very end of it. Do you do you kind of remember and and like do you remember when everything kind of changed? From where, like, you know what I'm saying, like, like here it was, like, you was talking about the TV and Def Jam and Comic View and everything was going. Do you remember the change happening? Like, all of a sudden you were like, whoa, what's, what's, what's going on now? How, how did the business change this fast on me? And you said change in the sense of to, to like negative or positive? Like, well, I'm not going to say negative, but in a, it, just, it just evolved from, like, the clubs was packed. Like Damon, Damon, Damon's coming into town, and people would be like, "Oh, that's the dude from that's the dude from Jeff Damon Comic View." And clubs would be packed. So all of a sudden, people just started not going to clubs as much. Well, I tell you what happened. I could tell you it wasn't it wasn't so much the internet; it was a saturation. Um, okay. When Def Jam, the first couple of years when Martin hosted, you could open a comedy club for black comics and bring you know, anybody you saw on Def Jam, and it would be sold out. And then Comic View came along, and, and see, Def Jam was on once a week. Then Comic View came along, it was on six nights a week. And I'm going to tell you, when Comic View started to lose its steam, um, the second season when they did that Blackberry Inn sitcom thing, wow. uh, when Montana Taylor was the host, I think that's 97, and then they went to the hour-long format, and they didn't have enough good comics to fulfill six nights or five nights a week of hour-long shows. So mm. that, in a sense, if you could see comedy every night, so 96, 97, right around 98, it started to taper. Then what really killed, unfortunately, the average comedy show from just blowing up when it came to town was the Kings of Comedy Tour. You know what, I, I, actually, I actually talked to Cedric about that, and he said that out of his mouth. He's like, dude, he's like, we, we, we hurt comedy. He said because it, it got so big that we would be within a month or two, and you couldn't book nothing else even approaching on the front end of our show or on the back end of our show. So Not it was, only that, it was once, the, once, the, once the show came after that, you might have four comics. Let's say it's me, Rodney, Tony Roberts, J.B. Smooth. Good comics, great following, funny dudes. But it don't compare in the magnitude to Steve, Bernie, Sid, D.L. So people didn't really, you know, give it credit. So those two things, the saturation of, on television and the, the, the amount of comedy that you could find around any given city. As you know, when, when, uh, when Comedy View was really hot and Def Jam had blown up, you could work all over the country and, and go someplace and do two or three nights two or three different cities, whatever. It was comedy, actually comedy clubs or clubs that dedicated themselves to comedy, but it was too much comedy, wow. you know. So that that's when you try to take off. And what, another thing we should put out there is people need to uh, try to pursue the college market because the college market does two things. The college money is guaranteed, 
Uh, the students don't have to pay. They, they they still think we're famous to them because they, if they see you once on TV because they're younger. But not only that, if you persist in the comedy mar- in the college market, you're raising your fan base. Yeah, you grow. So, you they, they're growing up with you. Exactly. So I, I I don't know how many times I've gone to a different city or a different club or someplace, and somebody like, man, you came to my school in '98, you know. Wow. And so that person came back to see me because. Back then, you know, that was big to them, and they remember that. Now they're adults, they have jobs, and they can come out and pay to see shows. So, and I mean, and, then, and you can pursue the college market several ways. You can go about finding a college agent like RJ of Atlanta, who is really the mo- one of the most reputable people. Then yeah, there are other people that's like people say the the best the best about is RJ. Yeah, RJ is a good dude. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of cats that's doing it. You know, and some are either good or bad, and I won't even go into names. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Or you can definitely uh, approach colleges yourself, either via uh, Greek organizations, student activity boards, um, and, you know, some people can just, you can just send out postcards with your information or send your reel out to the student uh, campus activities director, and you might send out 5,000 cards and maybe get seven phone calls, but then seven phone calls may lead to shows. Then there's also conventions like the NACA convention that you want to try to get involved with. So this is you got to have ways. Now, Dane, let me ask you this: move. Now, what's stopping like like say me, you, Joey, Ryan? What's stopping us from just paying our money and going to NACA? That's all we have to and do is our, our money. Agency. That's that's the thing. Um, and, and the only thing about that agency thing is because I used to coordinate college shows. Is sometimes the the paperwork and scenario with the schools, you have to, if you don't have comics that are willing to work with you, you have to wait for the money sometimes. Got it. And you know how we are. Uh, people want their money in their hand before they're going to say it. <laughs> right, right, right. So you either have to have the money yourself to pay the comics and then wait for the checks. Wait for your or, money. Yeah, or if we all in a, in a collaboration, then we know it's coming. You know what I mean? Got it, got it, got it. That's okay. one of the drawbacks, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, great, 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 great information, great advice, because I know a lot of the young cats that listen to this show or listen to, it, listen to us in general, they don't really they don't really get an opportunity to be privy to this type of information. So this is gold, and uh, I appreciate y'all putting it out. I'm going to open up the line. I'm going to let a couple more people come online. 702, you're on the line. It's Rodney Perry Live. 702, you are up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, how you doing, Rodney? Who is this? This uh, this comedian, this comedian master on Blog Talk. Oh, what's up, master man? How you doing today, man? You got any questions for the panel? Um, I'm an up and uh, coming comedian. I need some tips. Uh, <laughs> get on stage and don't quit. Write <laughs> your own material and be funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do try to keep it funny as much as possible. You know, but it's hard to, like, you know, win over some people than it is to win over, like, other crowds. Like, I can cater to, like, my crowd, but the older crowd, it's hard to cater to those kind of people. Well, well, this is the reality, and, and Monique told me this one time, is that you got to be you in every situation. So you don't want to get yourself in the business of constantly adjusting for every audience because when you when you make that your business, then you you'll never get a real gauge of your voice and who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, hey man, thanks for the call, master. Hey, stay on the line, keep listening, dog. Uh, I am coming to. Uh, I got another call for seven zero two seven zero two four nine one. You are up. You're on the line. It's Rodney Perry hey. live. Hey Rodney, what's going on, man? It's your friend Ed, man, in Vegas. Oh, what's up, Big E? E Lopez. Oh, nothing, man. I'm walking around the mall right now, just looking around. Look at K Jewelers, got GameStop. They got everything in the mall. Is that right? I, yeah, I got <laughs> you know, Hey, y'all don't know. Ed is off the chain. Ed got a show on, on Blog Talk, and it's incredible. Ed, bust me some lyrics. What do you want to hear? Give me, give me, uh, give me some, give me some Bobby Brown. Uh, don't be cruel, cause I would never be that cruel to you. Oh no, no. Talk about Roni. She's a sweet little girl. You can treat her right wrong. I said, hold it tight. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. I need a girlfriend. 
And I need her right now, loving, kissing, holding it tight, never letting go. I need a girlfriend. Yeah. College girl, won't you come over tonight? I want to make love to you. Come over tonight. Hey, listen. Oh. Listen, 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 don't worry about all that stuff. That's just that's just songs, man. That's just what people do. I only got a couple more minutes left on the show, man. I got some more yeah. calls I want to get in, but thank you so much for the call. That's Ed. His show is on Blog Talk Live. Y'all check him out. It's the Ed Show. Hey, Ed, thank you Rodney. for the call, man. All right. Yeah. Rodney, 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 I'm not. I'm Okay, see, Damon, this is, this is what Rodney <laughs> should people. I'm not a dream crusher myself. But what? you see what Rodney do? Rodney yeah. has talked this man into believing that he is really, truly entertaining. It uh, is incredible. Let me tell you. See what I'm saying, Dan? See what I'm saying? And he done got off the radio like this. See, man, Rodney, Rodney blowing me up. Rodney, see, Rodney. Yes, man. Rodney standing there going like this to him when they first met, too. Get it. Nigga, you should be on radio. Joey, yeah, he, he, he hey, hey, yeah. hey, you guys, hang on. I got, I got to let this dude on the line. I just got back from Washington, D.C., Temple Hills, Maryland, where I played Laugh Out Loud. And uh, this guy uh, is, is to me, and I'm sure Damon would agree, I'm sure Joey would be, this guy, Eddie Bryant, is probably the youngest, most dynamic cat in the game right now. Not only is he an up-and-coming comic, but he is actually physically running a club uh, and, and, and a, a, a dope club at that. Eddie B, you on the line. It's Rodney Perry Live. What's up, dog? What's up with you, Rodney Joe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Eddie B, you on the line. Joey Wells is on the line. Damon Williams is on the line. Eddie, talk to me about running a club, dude, and, and how hard that is, man. Oh, man. Running a club is like, you know, is, is one of the – Necessary evils we need in the business, man. We need more black clubs in every market that we can get it in. And uh, we're doing five shows a week, pump flyers, tickets, text messages, smoke singles. I just, you know. <laughs> smoke singles? <laughs> I didn't catch what he said. He smoke singles. Hey, hey, man, Eddie, 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 I, I don't have a lot of time left. I only got nine minutes left in the show. Eddie, talk, tell, tell me about, you know, you're real aggressive in your promotion you use this text messages text messaging system that's incredible. Tell me about that, dude. Alright, IDX text is uh what we do is we have a keyword just like you see on TV where they say text a word into a number and it allows us to promote to repeat customers. It allows me to gauge the radio commercials and see if they're working, if people are responding to that. It allows me to see if the flyers or any other promotional tools, the website and everything is actually getting people to do something. And uh, I get to hit the people over and over again. I got about 4,000 people on my list that I hit in five minutes every week. Let them know that whoever's coming is here. Wow. Uh-huh. Hey, that's incredible. Get, hey, get a website to the uh, to the club and everything, dog. Uh, the club website is laughoutloudmd.com. Laughoutloudmd. Damon, your website, uh, how can people get in touch with you, man? <laughs> Dang. Yes, sir. Your website has to get in touch with you. <laughs> I have to check. I have to click off myself and get this car towed, man. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about family when you're a comedian, too. You got to uh, yeah, it is. bond in order. For real, because you travel a lot. But my website, like I said, funnyfirstsaturdays.com is the best way to get in touch with us um, in Chicago and find out to subscribe and get our email blast and everything. Of course, I'm on MySpace slash Damon Williams. I'm on uh, Facebook slash Damon Williams Comedy. Um, and YouTube, Damon Williams Comedy is my channel. So that's do it. Hey, man. Hey, Dame, thank you so much for the call, man. You, you, you're you an awesome guest and an awesome human being, man, and, and uh, you one of the people I'm glad I met. Anytime, Rodney. Shout town. For sure. Joey right. Wells, what's going on, man? What, you, what, man. what, what can people uh, see your work, man? Man, right now, I got to, like I said, I gotta, do got a couple of commercials. I just booked the T-Mobile one. should be coming out really soon. Um Besides that, man, catch me when I'm coming to your city, Chicago. I'm coming to in October. Uh, a couple other spots, I'm not for sure. You can definitely catch me on Facebook. Um, I don't even know my URL, but Joey Wells, and also MySpace slash Joey Wells number five. Uh, and that's that's 
that's where you can catch me. And then you can catch me every Saturday at the Comedy Union where I host on Saturday night. Absolutely. Comedy Union right here in Los Angeles. Ryan Evans, my younger brother, I, I know you're about to go out there and start banging out this road, man. One of the reasons I want to do this show because you and I have been having these conversations on really how to get booked. And I was like, I was at a loss because I couldn't give you all of those answers. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this show today. Uh, did you get anything from me? What did you think? Very insightful. Damon, Damon Williams uh, threw a lot of good jewels out there. I hope I'm not the only person to listen, but at the same time, this is a business. I hope I am the only person that heard him. So I, I, <laughs> Hilarious. Just I'm really going Just Day, uh, did you get anything out of this show for the day, man? Uh, most definitely. You know, Rodney, every time I holler at you about anything that's about this business and just life in general. So hey, I learned hey, a lot, hey, man. Hey, just appreciate the. The, the wisdom from the veterans. I want to thank Damon. Damon actually came and did my room. He happened to just be in town. Came and blessed my room for like ten minutes. And Jay, don't take none of that stuff personal too. Now you know what I'm saying, brother. That, no, I don't, sometimes, I don't, the thing about it is, I didn't see it happen so much. I'm not upset. About yeah, yeah. Don't take. Wow, don't take. I'm sorry, don't take I'm none sorry. of it personal because the moment you start taking taking stuff in this game personal, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, yeah you man. become you become bitter, yeah. and you then you end up being James Hunter. All right, uh, look. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. As a matter of fact, James might be on the line. Hey, you guys. Uh, let, let me put. Let me, Ryan. I got. I got a, a special lady near and dear to both you and our heart, Mama. Hey. You enjoy the show Hey, Mama. Yeah, I love this show because. Uh, First of all, I got two babies in the business. Isn't that something? Baby, right. Well, they need to buy you a house real soon, don't they? Whoa, I'm whoa, waiting. Whoa, whoa, I'm yeah. waiting. Even up on the pressure. I think if you got two, you should get a house and a car. That's well, what I, 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 I told you, I'm getting the Cadillac. Like my mama told me years ago. She said, all I want is a Cadillac. Yellow. A yellow suit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I think my, mom, I think my mom is a pimp. Yellow Cadillac, yeah. Do a house note and a car note in the meantime. I know. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, somebody called in 617. Where is that at? 617, you on the line? Massachusetts. That's Boston, man. Okay. Hello? Boston. You on the line, Boston? Yeah, it's Boston. I was just calling. I see a guy seeing on Facebook. I just wanted to call in. I was listening for a while, and I listened to Damon and everything. And I just got one question. What does a brother do? Because I'm here in Boston. Other than Jonathan Gates, ain't no brothers getting no run up here. If it ain't for Jonathan putting us on, we ain't getting no run. So what does a black man do in a predominantly white comedy area to get it going, get it popping? My, my advice, Rodney Perry, coming at you is is you got to start your own joint, dude. Right. You know, you got to create. You got to create your own noise, man. And and I think that's the that's the short answer to it. I mean, I only got three minutes to go on the show, so I, I yeah. wish I could get more in depth with it. But you know, the short answer is, man, do something. You do something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, hey, 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 man, thanks, thanks for the call. I, I would love to really expound on it. We got to do this again, guys. We got to really do this again. This 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 turned out to be a really hot show. Uh, and four always work too. I'm sorry. I'm gonna end. I'm okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Larry, uh, three. What is three four seven? Three four seven. You on the line? New York, Rodney Perry, Dre Parker. What's up, man? Dre Parker, the Dre Parker Show. Hey, Dre, I didn't even know you had a blog talk. You know, ne- you- yeah, I just found out of work it though. I wanna, I wanna say this real fast. Somebody wants me to do a room. You know what I'm saying? What do you gotta do to keep fresh in the room, Rodney? Do you, you, you gotta. Stay current and you got to stay relevant, man. You 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 got to think. You got people that's gonna repeat. You are gonna have repeat customers. So you gotta you gotta. I mean, there's there's a couple of you know um, ways to stay current, and I think Joy Wells is one of the guys that's really great at this. It's just getting that newspaper, dude. It's a yep. brand new joke in that newspaper waiting on you every day. A brand new premise, a brand new something. And and comics is so lazy they don't read. So if you take the time out and read that paper every day, you'll find at least one jewel every day. Am I right, guys? That's for sure. And especially if you're going to do it on a weekly basis, you got a week compiled like a monologue. Yeah, keep doing it, Roddy. I'm loving it, man. Peace. Hey, man. Hey, you guys. Hey, again, everybody that called in today, thank you for calling in. Uh, Just Jay, uh, Damon, Joey Wells, David Arnold, Ryan Evans, my mama, uh, Dre Parker, my man in okay. here from Boston. Okay, we're not getting on. 
Yeah. And and uh, I, I got a block call. You on the line? I, I didn't. I couldn't tell where he was calling from though. I couldn't tell where he was calling. I, I got one minute to go. Uh, I wanna I wanna say this in closing, man. Uh, I love comedy, and comedy loves me. And if you treat it right, it'll treat you right. My name is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. Thank you all for tuning in today. This has been a great show, man. This is a life that I chose, and I wouldn't do it no different. You understand me? We're doing it real big. Y'all stay with me, dog. It's Rodney Perry. Rodney Perry Live. Niggas ran out and caught the CD. See what I discovered is y'all snitch lovers. I might be. I don't fuck with nobody.